Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Of course, I'm your host, DeVille D.I. I hope that everybody's in good spirits, feeling well today, getting close to that weekend that we all look forward, though, too. Even though we're not chasing that weekend, are we? I hope we're not still chasing that weekend. But either way, look, have you ever been uh, a Cub Scout? A Boy Scout, a Eagle Scout. Now, <clears throat> I personally was a Cub Scout. I remember the day, I think I was probably in like first or second grade, something like that, when we got called down to the auditorium and there was these really cool guys in these really cool uniforms that called themselves the Cub Scouts and they gave this whole speech about the Cub Scouts, and then they gave me this cool little styrofoam airplane at the end, and I walked around throwing that airplane around everywhere, and I just had to convince my mom that I was going to be a Cub Scout, and I did join the Cub Scouts. I wasn't really in there long. I didn't make it to be a Boy Scout, and the reason being was that... Uh, it wasn't a lack of interest. It was just the fact that my mom's schedule, it didn't really line up with the Cub Scout schedule. So I missed a lot of meetings and so on and so forth. And I ended up, you know, dropping out and we moved. But then later on in life, when I was probably in fifth or sixth grade, I met these guys, uh, Jason and Peter. They were my neighbors and they were Boy Scouts. And I was able to go to a couple of Boy Scout mo uh, meetings as a guest, and I remember doing, you know, the Indian, my bad, Native American wrestling and so on and so forth, and it was pretty cool, but I never rejoined the uh, Boy Scouts at that point because we couldn't afford the dues that you have to pay, but for all of you guys out there that um, I, uh, enjoy enjoyed being a boy scout a cub scout an eagle scout or wherever however far that you took it check this out it's getting even greater trigger warning trigger warning you might be triggered in a second the boy scouts have officially started well in wayne county they have officially started a all girls boy scout Troop, that's right, that's what I'm saying, an all-girls Boy Scout troop. Now, to me, that sounds like a bunch of Girl Scouts to me, but apparently it's not. They are allowing these um, young ladies and, and women to uh, come into the ranks of the Boy Scouts, which is turning into the Scouts, I believe it's like Scouts of America or something like that. But the strange thing about it is to me is that you have a you have a group that is called the Boy Scouts. Then you have a group that is called the Girl Scouts. Now, I don't see what the reason being 
um, that you would want to have a all-female scout group, but call it a boy scouts group versus being a girl scouts group because you are girl scouts, even if you are the scouts, even if they change the whole name of the whole organization to the scouts of America, you still are girl scouts and there are boy scouts over there. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what the agenda is that where they just want to blend and blur the lines between male and female out here. I don't understand it. I don't know what is the reasoning behind it because it would be different. Check this out. Check this out. It would be one thing if they were girls who wanted to be included in the Boy Scouts for whatever reason. I'm okay with that. Just the same way I'm okay with if a girl wants to be on an all-male football team, if a girl wants to be on a... I don't know, man. Because I understand things like football where there's not a female league or maybe like wrestling where a lot of places there isn't a female division. But something like the scouts... There's already a girl scouts. So why why would you want to step into that arena and put together a all female group but call yourself boy scouts instead of girl scouts? Like I said, I get it. I get it if if the curriculum or whatever or how you looked at it was more um favorable to a certain young lady or a couple young ladies or whatever to where they prefer to be in a boy scout troop versus a girl's scout troop based on the curricular curriculum but for the fact that you're going to start a whole troop of girl scouts but call them boy scouts that confuses me because if that if the case is that you still you want to be included but excluded at the same time, it will make more because <laughs> that's what's really going on. That's like me saying I want to be a, I want to be a, a kappa, but I want to be recognized as omega. At the same time, for the people who are into the Greek thing, the Greek fraternity, and so on and so forth, it's just weird to me. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to if you're gonna have an all girl troop? That you would push the Girl Scouts to incorporate some of the curriculum from the Boy Scouts into the Girl Scouts troops instead of making a Boy Scout troop that is girls. I'm going to quit saying it because this, I'm starting to confuse myself. But this isn't the first instance of this because um, there are in, in the back to the fraternal orders, the college fraternal orders, the Greek uh, fraternities there are fraternities and sororities there are all female fraternities fraternities not sororities fraternities now like i say the strange thing about it, me is not the the need for inclusion i guess it's more of the inclusion but separation at the same time now of course, in college, whatever college you go to, there are sororities and there are fraternities. Fraternities are all male groups. 
sororities are all female groups so if there is a young lady who identifies herself as a man she was born a young lady but she identifies as a man and she wants to join gain entry into one of those fraternities i mean it is what it is but what i'm not understanding is how you're going to create a fraternity but it is all female or all female fraternity for you to use the words all female fraternity is kind of it's a contradiction because isn't that a sorority if you make a fraternity then that means if if you wanted to if, if some um what do they call it is it transgender or non what do they call it non by non-biological i don't know i don't want to disrespect nobody i mean no disrespect to anybody by this but i told you you might be triggered okay so if you have a group of people who were born female but identified themselves as male and they wanted to start a fraternity to be recognized because to be a fraternity you you want to be recognized as male otherwise you'd be a sorority so you establish a fraternity then you should not be able to exclude male members because this is a fraternity not a sorority how can you have an all-female fraternity that's like if a bunch of guys got together and decided they were going to have an all-male sorority that's just weird the same thing goes back to the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. If you're going to have, if you, if they wanted to start a Girl Scout troop that they could be included in, that's fine. But at the same time, you can't exclude male members from that uh, troop because it's a Boy Scout troop. So just naturally boys <laughs> should be allowed in that troop. If we're trying to be inclusive then we have to be 100% inclusive and you know we can't say we can't say I can't go in and say hey you have to let me be a part of what you got going on but in return I'm going to exclude other people from what you got going on that you included me in now we're gonna move on from that subject and we're gonna keep the show rolling but first and foremost I want y'all to take a minute just a short minute 60 seconds to take let me tell you about my sponsors and then we get right back into the show so let's move on into the next story now trigger warning trigger warning you might be triggered by this next topic now being that we are in the middle we are in the deep side of black history month of course, schools are teaching their curriculum on black history, and, you know, that is always saluted and appreciated because so much of what we're taught about history in school has nothing to do with um, us of African descent. So I always myself enjoyed learning uh, the, the black history during the Black History Month when I was in school. It wasn't until later on into my older years to where I started to research history myself. But 
that's beside the point so we all pretty much here know whether you are black white dominican puerto rican whatever you classify yourself at, at uh whatever category of human being you put yourself into you've heard the story of dr martin luther king the civil rights leader leader of the boy the bus boycott and we all know you know how that's turned out for him but this particular teacher in north carolina and i'm ashamed to say north carolina because i was born in north carolina i lived there until i was eight and you would know that if you tuned into growing up deville the series where i tell you my life story but that's neither here nor there go listen to the damn episodes but that's neither here nor there this teacher had an interesting take on the story of martin luther king so i'm gonna i'm not gonna explain it to you i'm gonna share it with you i found this video on the huffington post i'm not exactly sure which uh, news site that it came from but all props and all credit are due to them i know i do not claim credit for this interview but listen to the clip and he said you know she she said that dr king committed suicide i'm like you know what book is she reading and obviously it's not the right one rand road elementary school parent billy bird says those comments and more came from his 10 year old son's substitute music teacher friday during class rand posting to facebook his disappointment with what his son nathan and others had to endure the sub singling out nathan for his athletic clothes saying they were marked for prison i think it was racially motivated from this individual for her to say that you know him having athletic aware uh, attire on was going to put him in a position to go to prison that really bothered me the most according to bird the teacher did not stop there nathan telling his dad the sub then started sharing her views on religion and president donald trump you know this lady just you know start talking about if you don't believe in donald trump that you're not a christian i'm gonna see her removed from every school system in the entire country not now you heard it right this lady said this substitute teacher said that dr king committed suicide now number one you have to understand that there's not really a heavy criteria that goes into being a substitute teacher they'll pretty much let anybody do it my ex-wife used to substitute she did it for a couple weeks and she didn't like it because you know she just wasn't in it dealing with the children but so you don't have to be the most educated person to substitute a class but who out there in america does not know that dr martin luther king was assassinated he did not commit suicide he was assassinated he was gunned down now there are people out there that say that um he was not killed by the bullets he was killed by the doctor but that's neither here nor there but we all know the fact that the man was shot and he died as a result from getting shot whether it was the bullets that killed him or it was the activities in the hospital that killed him the whole thing started from him getting shot if he got never got shot he wouldn't have been in the hospital for the doctor to do anything to him so either way now to me this just shows that there are people out there like i said before shout out to dl hugley the jetsons and the flintstones there are people out there who live in a bubble 
They live in a bubble. They live in their little small area, their little small cave. And they only believe, they only know what they believe. They don't really know anything. All their concepts are based on what they believe. And that's what they run with. That's what they go by. So, I mean, I'm just not understanding how you can live to an adult age in America and not know that Martin Luther King was assassinated. I mean, what did he snipe? Did he sniper? Sniper? Did he sniper? Did he shoot his damn self? Is that what you're trying to say? Because you're probably the only person in America that believes that. Now, the second part about commenting on the young man's attire because he was wearing, you know, athletic attire to say that he was basically destined for prison. That's another ignorant comment right there. What does the fact that he is dressed in a sports attire have to do with him committing a crime? Because that's what you're saying is that because he's dressed in sports attire that he's going to commit a crime because that's the only way you end up in prison, right? is to commit a crime well not necessarily not necessarily in the america that we live in there are numerous people that are incarcerated in our jails and our prisons who haven't done anything and we know that for a fact by the amount of exonerations that have happened but either way either or i had a stepmom at one time that told my father that um if you dress like a thug, people are going to treat you like a thug. And this was in my rattlesnake days where, you know, I was in the hip hop. I had dress. I had gold teeth. I was actually, um, I was actually unjustly harassed by police officers on several occasions. But that's neither here nor there. That's another story for a growing up DeVille. But athletic gear, athletic gear. When I was out here, when I was out here, and people looked at me as as if I was a hooligan, I can I can honestly say that I I was dressed the same way that hooligans dress, but that is just simply because most of the time, the hooligans dress in the latest urban hip hop fashions. So, but either or, for you to tell this young man that he's destined for prison because he has on athletic gear. He could have been destined for the NBA. He could have been destined for the NFL, the MLB, the freaking NHL, the Olympics. Hundreds of things he could have been destined for that uh, wearing athletic gear could have been an indication on. But you choose to say that he's destined for prison because he has on athletic gear. What type of I'm look, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And then to say that if you don't believe in Trump, that you're not a Christian, that sounds like some of that old time good old boy talk. The same type of talk that uh, races use to justify segregation, to justify slavery, to justify um, these cults that have that were out here to justify so many misdeeds that if you didn't no no i'm not even gonna do it i'm not even gonna do it because y'all did not come here for that
But today is Valentine's Day. Have you ever looked up the history of Valentine's Day? I found it interesting that I was reading a book and it told me that at one point, Valentine's Day was a day where they would take, I think it was either pieces of ribbon or strips of paper and they would be placed in a container and basically the people of the towns would go into these containers and pull out uh, these strips and the strips would bear names and whoever the name was on that strip would be your partner for the day male or female now I'm not saying it's 100% true because I don't know it to be 100% true I'm just saying I read it in a book and the book claimed to be truth it was in the non-fiction section but either or it's valentine's day the time where we celebrate our love for you know the people that we love and man i'm just gonna reiterate one more time trigger warning trigger warning you might get triggered pussy is not a gift i don't care pussy is not a gift unless you've just started dating a man and this is going to be the first valentine's day is going to be your first go around with him in that case it could be considered a gift but if you've been with this man for months years and y'all have already did the get down then know your vagina is not a gift it is not considered a gift you need to get up and go out to the stores the same way that everybody else does and purchase that man a gift bring it home wrap it up and present it to him and say hey here you go i love you the same way we're expected to go out here to k's and get your you know diamonds the same way we're supposed to go out to these grocery stores and buy your flowers and arrangements and edible dough arrangements yeah i said edible dough arrangements and all so on and so forth we need that same effort and that same energy to come when it comes to our gifts. Don't give us that booty for a gift. That's the same booty you've been giving us for the past four or five years. We're used to it. We know what it does. We know what that mouth do, too. We don't want that as a gift. I'm going to leave that alone, though, and move right along because y'all did not come here for that. Y'all came here for some discipline. That's what I'm going to give you today. Discipline for today. You need to learn when to shut the hell up. That's right. You need to learn when to shut the hell up. As And this is a lot. This right here is mainly for a lot of my younger listeners, the younger generations who have had the privilege of growing up in a society where we encourage people to express themselves we encourage people to come up with their own ideas and their own viewpoints that is great that is fine and dandy but sometimes in order to do business you have to bite your tongue this is something that people who are successful have learned and learned to master until they get to a point where they no longer need or care about what other people's opinions on them are. For example, Chick-fil-A. 
Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. Ever since my introduction to Chick-fil-A and them good-ass sandwiches, Chick-fil-A has been closed on Sunday. I didn't realize until I got older in age that the reason why Chick-fil-A was closed on Sunday was due to the um, moral beliefs of the owner and founder of Chick-fil-A. It no matter it doesn't matter where you go into the world, Chick-fil-A is going to be closed on Sunday. Then it got to a point where Chick-fil-A started to speak out on their position on topics like homosexuality. And they expressed that and they didn't they didn't worry about the backlash and they didn't worry about the backlash. Why? Because they had already established a brand to the point where they felt and I'm just speaking freely, not saying like I have any insider information, but it was at the point where they had built a big enough following to where it's like, okay, we're not worried about people not eating with us because we're Chick-fil-A. We got awesome food. We got awesome service. Now, see, the problem is with a lot of you people is that, my bad, I didn't mean to say, say you people. I didn't want to offend nobody. The problem with people is that we like to walk into situations and express our whole opinion before we actually establish ourselves. Now, I had this same mindset when I was younger. I used to go in and I voiced my opinion about things, uh, whether it was race, religion, politics, culture, whatever. I, w I had no qualms with saying exactly how I felt because at that time I felt like if you don't, um, if you don't respect my viewpoints, then you're not somebody that I want to work for. Now, I still feel that exact same way, but at the same time, I have an understanding that if you want to get through certain passages and certain gates, there is a time and a place to express those opinions. And if you do express those opinions, you have to be ready to deal with the consequences that come along with them and I've never been a person that was afraid of consequences so I say pretty much what I feel like saying when I feel like saying it but at the same time there is a need to be strategic about it you don't go into the interview and you know just start running off at your look there was someone that I know once who went to a company function and Let's just say he was inappropriately dressed for the occasion. Wink, wink. And he felt like everybody should have been completely okay with that. Because it is his second amendment right to do this. We're outside of work. We're outside of, you know, we're not on company property. He was looking for the loopholes. But at the same time, the intention was to spark controversy. Do not spark controversy and draw unnecessary and unneeded attention to yourself unless you're ready to deal with the backlash from it and we have seen several people take these stances type of stances and you know lose money careers and and, and so on and so forth behind it
it's nothing wrong with that but you have to understand that if you do express yourself in that manner then you are putting yourself in position to have to deal with the consequences yes you can say whatever you want to in this great beautiful country that we live in but that doesn't mean there aren't going to be consequences that come along with it take this information do with it whatever you will but get you some breakfast up in you because you're gonna need it while you're out here getting shit done remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference thank y'all for tuning in to the vldi thoughts about the vldi the podcast tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come on back and listen to this now there's one thing that i'm going to ask you today Get out there and have an amazing day. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm out of here, man. Peace.